0: start of another week in isolation, but we are here to bring you some uh, NFL goodness to fill your ears and fill your mornings and fill your days, hopefully. Uh, we are the First and 10 Podcast. I'm your host, Ross, and with me is Dave.
1: Oh, you alright?
0: How are you doing, mate?
1: Yeah, not too bad. Self-isolating?
0: Yeah. You're still working though, aren't
1: you? Yeah, say, um, I work so based where I live, so I'm yeah. basically working on my own from here. So <laughs> it's, uh trying to escape it. Yeah, the rest of the family are um, working from home, and then I'm just doing all the stuff here, so... Nice. Yeah, have been pretty busy the last week, I since people have uh, got their wages guaranteed and all that stuff. Oh, ah, yeah. People seem to be, have nothing good to spend their money on, apart from spending it with us, it seems, but yeah, it's, which is nice, true.
0: but on my own, it's been a bit of a manic week. A bit busy, yeah. Well, yeah, a little bit. The last time I was on a podcast, I was a key worker. I'm currently not a worker at all. I got, I'm got uh, i now no longer a Morrison's worker, and I've got like three weeks off before I start my own job, so... It's quite nice, although I do have a five-year-old at home, which is uh, tricky. (laughs) She's non-stop. Yeah, teachers should be paid a lot more money.
1: (laughs) Yeah, I can imagine it's uh, finding stuff to do each day. does not seem not the most fun thing in the world.
0: No, we've got like a lesson plan worked out for, and it takes about thirty minutes, and then we're done. Oh God, what do we do now for us (laughs) today? It's at half eight in the morning. <laughs> uh, but anyway, what we're going to do this week, uh, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, we are going to uh, do a mock draft. We've done it like, over the weekend and we're pretty happy with it. It's pretty good. So we're going to separate it down into four episodes and we're going to release them daily for you. So today, obviously, is the first eight picks of this draft and uh, on the clock to begin with are the Cincinnati Bengals and I was picking for the Bengals. Yeah, we sort of
1: alternated the picks, didn't we? From yes. swapped a couple. Just so uh, our bases, so I got the Patriots, wasn't it? Yeah, was <laughs> we swapped of a couple. Was
0: Yorks? Can you find out why later on? <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yes, I went first. I, had, I picked Joe Burrow. Obviously, I mean, I, I from what I've seen of the quarterbacks, Herbert is my favourite of all the quarterbacks. But I think Tua will be the best quarterback in like three or four years' time, possibly. Yeah, but I think the Bengals are scared off by the injury that he had. I think that's what makes him go with the safer pick, I suppose, in Borough.
1: Yeah. I mean, I, I feel like that's just been my sort of stance the way through, that both are both 100% healthy. Yeah. And if you told me I'm getting 10 years of both, both yeah. playing 16 games a season, I'm taking to uh, yes. 100%, to be honest, for me. It's like, hmm. I'm not even really sure that's a popular opinion at the moment. I don't really know. The two are sort of things. People seem to have... It's uh down, isn't it? Yeah, the people seem to have forgotten that he was incredible as a quarterback. Like, he got injured, but he was... Yeah. Actually, as a player, he was uh, he was amazing. Yeah. Um, he was a game-changer. Yeah. So, for me, I think I'll go to uh, if they're healthy. But I just think with the injury risks... And it being the Bengals as well. Yeah. He, he's from Ohio. <laughs> Everything helps there as well. <laughs> like... Yeah, like, and it's not like going going Burrow. You're going with some second-rate quarterback. Burrow is an incredible prospect on his own. Yeah, but I just, for me too, it's just got that slightly higher ceiling, and uh, that's where I'd go. But yeah, in the, if I'm
0: the Bengals, obviously I'm picking Burrow. I, yeah. I don't think you can pick anyone else. No, he seems to be, he seems to be the consensus pick. And do we have a a, a Mariota and Winston kind of case again here?
1: Uh, I guess so. Yeah, I, I think there's less less doubts about either of them. I would say I yeah. feel like they're two better prospects. But I liked Winston coming out. Um, yes. Mariota, I wasn't so keen on. But yeah, for me, I, I think both of these. You can't. You, I can't. You can't say I'd be surprised because players no. bust all the time. But it would be a bit of a shock to me if. Uh, injury aside, if they don't work out and become at
0: least sort of decent starters, yeah, we've had well, we've had we've had four QBs go number one at the last five drafts. Where, where would where would Burrow kind of sit with these? Do you think? Like, it's hard, obviously, straight away. But Winston, Goff, Mayfield, and Murray—they're all very different quarterbacks as well. Yeah, which one is he more like? Because I'm not a huge college guy.
1: Um. This is more. Well, what would it
0: be like his pro comparison? <sighs>
1: um, he's more of like your sort of standard, right. Right. Pro quarterback, you know. He's not. Um, obviously, a- as you're going on, hmm. every quarterback is more athletic than the yeah. previous sort of era, but he's not necessarily like a. It's not like Kyler Murray. Actually. Yeah, yeah, he's not just going to run it around, but he's not got like, the biggest arm, but he's like. His pocket awareness is so good, right? Um, yeah, he's just which you'll uh, need because that Bengals line was off, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like, he is incredible at avoiding sacks, he is so good at just you know, you've got like Brady where he's not necessarily like mm. the most athletic player, but he's so intelligent and can read a game so well that knows when to size, yeah, it makes up for it, okay. Um like looking at the NFL one, they've got him as in a uh, comparison of Kurt Warner. Like I sort of get it, but uh, it's not necessarily who would uh, jump off sort of to the page of me as he's Kurt Warnerish. But yeah, he is. Yeah, there's something about him that is just yeah. He's, uh, I guess it is the intangibles, like that you just can't necessarily put your finger on. Mm. But you just watch him, and he is just a special player. Okay, fair yeah, enough. I really like Barry. Right?
0: All right, let's move on to number two. Then you were picking for the Washington Redskins.
1: Yeah, like, I do buy into the stuff that they could trade or they could even take a quarterback here because, yeah, I mean, through free agency, they were linked with quarterbacks. They t- traded for... Um, God, what's the name? The Panthers guy. Carl uh, Allen. Yeah, Carl Allen. Um, they traded for him. So, obviously, quarterback is, a, is something they're looking at. They were linked with Cam, weren't they? And I don't know how much of that was real or mm. not. But yeah. I do think they could take a quarterback here. But I think when it comes down to it, they just take... Well, it's widely considered to be the best player in the draft, and that's Chase Young. He is yeah. an incredible defender. Um, I'm not sure if I'm picking as the Redskins. If I was actually picking as the Redskins, I tried to do it as I think would happen, yeah. rather than if I was doing it and when I was doing this. I see. We if have I was different,
0: doing, different strategies for this. <laughs> yeah.
1: Like, so, if I was doing it, I would probably take the trade. And if if there was a trade on the table with a good... Sort of hauler of picks from like Miami or Chargers yeah. or whatever it was, I'd probably take them and move down because the Redskins have got a lot of holes. And Yeah, they do. I think Chase Young is clearly the best head rusher in this draft. And they've, got, they've
0: got a pretty solid line, haven't they, as well, the Redskins?
1: Yeah, they're okay. They're not. I don't think anything on the Redskins is elite, really, no. is it? But um, <laughs> yeah, it's not like necessarily the biggest weakness, but I, I think he is. I don't know if he's my best player in the draft. We have got someone coming up at, in a couple of picks time who might be the best player in the draft, but we'll get to that in a minute. But yeah, I think Chase Young is the pick here for the Redskins when it all when it comes down to it. was it two weeks time now? Three weeks time? Yeah, three weeks. Time. Yeah, when when that happens, I think it's Chase Young. I think uh, they won't overcomplicate things, overthink it. They'll just pick Young and move on to uh, number pick number three in the draft.
0: Yeah, I mean that there is a possibility that someone does try to jump up and get two or two maybe. But then if if Chase Young falls and falls, someone's going to get themselves an absolute steal. Probably the Giants at four, I'd imagine. Yeah, would get I think, themselves an absolute bargain at four.
1: Yeah, I think if you're well, even if you're like looking a bit further down the draft, like Jacksonville at nine, the Browns mm. at ten, teams like that, the Cardinals. Yeah. They're hoping that these quarterbacks go high because yeah. all of a sudden they're getting some. Great players dropping, and it happens every draft. The it quarterbacks does. rise up. Yeah, I think the third quarterback where he goes sort of cements the rest of the draft because I think two and Burrow are gone in the first few picks, yes, one way or another. So I think when that third quarterback goes, sort of sets the rest of the draft, really. And
0: mm. uh, yeah, there's some good players coming up, yeah, definitely. But yeah, the Dolphins pick three, I was picking with the Dolphins. Um, well, actually, trade they, up they? they don't yeah they traded <laughs> we made the trade didn't we yeah yeah, we made the, we didn't do too many trades in this but there was a couple that we did we yes. tried to avoid it on the whole but yeah one's like this so my, it's just too obvious so Miami moved up to 3 they gave up the 5th pick uh, obviously with the, the Lions um, they moved up to 5 and um, they give away the twenty-six as well Miami so the Lions get themselves two first round picks, uh, for and, a, and a twenty twenty one third. I think we did. Yeah, so they get themselves a lot of value for just dropping back two positions. Yeah, um, and yeah, I think it's the sort of thing it will cost in the end, though. Yes, maybe we'll get to, when we get to the Lions pick. we we'll, we'll, yeah. I'll explain my reasoning for what we've done. But yeah, <laughs> uh, the Dolphins move are up to three, and they take two. It's it's been the story for a couple of years now, has not it? Really, that this is kind of. Well, from the start of last season when that Dolphins team just exploded and they gave away everyone for nothing this yeah. was the pick they were going to have and everyone thought it would be number one they kind of were more successful than they should have been last season with that team and but they're still going to get the guy at three
1: Yeah, I think at this stage I would be surprised if this doesn't happen whether they move to two or three one way or another I'd just, I'd just be surprised if two isn't a
0: Dolphin He won't be there at five will he? No way I can't see it,
1: but then I guess if if no one else trades up, <laughs> then I don't
0: I don't think that there's the reliance take giant... two or three, is there really? I mean, there's a possibility. Well, we'll get
1: to that because um, we'll, we'll, <laughs> well, we'll leave that for a second. Um, yeah. I guess there is,
0: but uh, this is uh, the most uh, intriguing pick in the entire draft.
1: That's the problem. Cause, Where he
0: goes, sets yeah. the rest of the league, isn't it? Because Burrow is won. That's kind of almost guaranteed. Because
1: uh, the Dolphins, I don't think they're really worried. By trading up I don't think they're really worried about the teams above them picking Tua. Yeah. They're trading up to avoid someone else trading up. Yeah. And I think the Chargers would make that move for him if uh, they could. But I just yeah, do think so Miami's got more... Yeah, I think Miami's <sighs> got a bit more capital to make the move, but... Mm-hmm. I mean, it still wouldn't stun me if the Chargers are the one that do it and the Dolphins sort of sit
0: where they are and just take what falls for them. I think the Chargers doing anything this adventurous would really shock me. They don't seem like a team that does this sort of stuff. <sighs> they've had a good off uh, free agency, though. Yeah, and when, think, um, when Telesco... we were drafting for all the Chargers in this, we realised that they've actually got a really good, strong team. Yeah, they really have. and um... They're just missing one position. <laughs> yeah, that's the thing, and...
1: I mean, moving to the new stadium, they need to make a move and need to do something. So, trading up would certainly get some excitement and yeah. maybe the fans don't come straight in. But, I mean, you're going to get, we'll by signing way. someone like Tua, you're probably going to get sort of the next generation of fans, yeah, hopefully, and sort of moving forward that you'd build some excitement around the team because there just isn't that excitement. And no the charges. That, they still would start Tyrock,
0: though, week one. Yeah,
1: yeah probably. <laughs> I mean, and the thing is, I don't even think that's necessarily the worst thing in the world. He's but... solid. I like Torrey, it It's a lot of stuff. but he's a solid Yeah, party. Yeah, like, I, I've always been in favour of holding the rookie quarterbacks out, if you can. Yeah. Because, you see, it so often, like, Dwayne Haskins last year just wasn't ready to start. Like, I really like Haskins, but mm. he needed a sit for a year or two. And he Especially just got in thrown that
0: situation. Yeah, he was. Yeah, he, he was just got disaster. thrown in.
1: There was no, there was no upside for him there. Really, he was uh, just demolished basically. And he did have some all right games, in fairness to him. But yeah, yeah, he needed more time to sort of develop as a as a passer, really. But yeah, yeah. So I think two is better than that, though. I think two is more ready to ready to go from day one.
0: So all I know from Tua really is he comes from that Oregon scheme, which is what Marcus Mariota came from, wasn't it? Two is uh, Alabama. Oh, is he? Yeah. Hmm. Justin Herbert's uh, Oregon. That's it. Yeah, I've got them all confused. Okay. So the Lions get uh, the Dolphins get the guy they want. The Lions pick up a, a nice bundle of picks. And everyone's happy, seemingly at this point. Well, uh, yeah, probably apart from the Chargers. Yeah, well, we'll get to them in a minute. <laughs> yeah. Well, next up, we've got the Giants, who,
1: I mean, they probably should trade down from here. I mean, they need they, everything, don't they? Every position yeah, they need. Yeah, but there is a player who... I mean, I don't know if he's my number one player on the board, but yeah. I could very easily be talked into having him as my number one player on the board. And that is Isaiah Simmons. He is absolutely incredible. Okay. He's just a freak. He, I honestly think he could play every position on defence and probably a couple on offence as well if you needed him to. Yeah. He, like, he's listed as a linebacker, but I think he's just that player that you can slot him in wherever you need him to play. Yeah on defence and I mean every every defence needs a player like him really. Every team needs a player like him. I think he, I think yeah, I think, I don't know, as I say, I'm talking myself into him being my number one player on the board but yeah, he's incredible and I think the Giants here, trading down probably should be an option because yes. they need the picks but I'm not sure the trade partner would be there for them at four after the Dolphins make the move but yeah, Say that. Say the lines stand where they are. Then maybe they could uh, extract an extra couple of picks by moving down. With if, if the Dolphins were still at five or the Chargers at six, maybe one of them tries to make the move up just to sort of make sure they get their man. But
0: I've never seen yeah. a player with more strengths on his list on NFL uh,
1: draft thing. Yeah, he's basically just uh, yeah, physical like an absolute freak. He is. Yeah, he's just got everything you could want from a defender. He's as I say, he could just play anywhere you want him too but yeah, he's listed as a linebacker. But I mean, I, I don't know if he's going to be one of them that you know, um, it Denard Robinson was like offensive weapon. I don't yeah. know if he's, he's going to be a uh, defensive,
0: defensive
1: weapon, weapon. Nice. yeah. But he is that sort of player that he could just do a bit <laughs> of everything. And yeah, he is, yeah, he's incredible. I think he's going to be like the heart of that giant's defense years to come if they do get him. They do
0: need it, they need to start rebuilding somewhere. And I, I like a yeah. linebacker, they, they are the heart of those defenses normally, and yeah. Good for the
1: Giants. Yeah, he, that, uh, getting him at four would be just a steal after getting your quarterback last year. Not that I'm sold on Daniel Jones or anything, but I mean, they drafted, what was he six last year? They're not drafting a quarterback now, so <laughs> yeah, get Simmons and yeah, he's, he's
0: going to he made that defense good. This is even if, if, if they get this pick in, because they're going to be using Zoom, and they've got them, and using Zoom is going to be a disaster, isn't
1: it? <laughs> yeah. I'm excited for some like, connect, connection issues and stuff with this draft, because there's off no this. way. I've used Zoom. There's no way it's going perfectly smoothly for, what, three hours? The NFL 2020 draft brought to you by buffering. <laughs> yeah. yeah I, I, I assume they're going to have a little bit of leeway for some, uh,
0: some teams. Some but... so many teams are going to miss their picks, aren't they? It's yeah. Yeah. <laughs> alright I was picking up five uh, the Lions moved back to five after that uh, nice trade with the Dolphins this is where I threw the first curveball of the entire draft in. Dave was yeah, all this, shocked at this, this one this one threw me I'd already had this player written in at number six basically <laughs> he went at number five quarterback Justin Herbert from as I just learned Oregon um, I think they take a chance on a quarterback here that we have spoke about it last season that Matt Stafford back injury seems to have just been brushed under the carpet but he's got a broken back that's not something you can just brush off. Yeah. Well, I think they'll take a chance and just go for a quarterback here, and they've got that later pick in the first round as well, where they can uh, pick up another weapon if they need to.
1: Yeah, this isn't where I'd have gone with a pick, but <laughs> I do I do, I do, do see where they could take a quarterback. I don't think it's... like It'd be a shock, don't get me wrong, yes. but I don't think it would be... Um, sort of out of the blue if they took a quarterback. The, the problem you've got is, I mean, you've got Patricia under pressure. Mm-hmm. You've got the GM under pressure. Yeah, they're to they, Yeah, confidence. they need to win now. And I'm not sure taking a quarterback because you've got Matt Stafford. I think if they trade him, it's like a 33 million cap hit or dead cap, sorry, <laughs> which is the big problem with trading Stafford there. Mm. So you're sort of either driving a quarterback for the future, which neither of them need to do right now. Yeah. Or you're just having a horrific cap situation by trade in Stafford. But, I mean, teams do do it and they do reset. But Mm. for me, if they are going to do it, I could see them doing it the reverse way around and taking cornerback here and um, quarterback at the end of... If they pick up that sort of 26 pick and we've got them here. Yeah. Doing something like that, taking a quarterback... With that second first round pick, but yeah, there'd
0: probably be two kind of pop, borderline first round quarterbacks available, weren't there at that point?
1: Yeah, yeah. There's um, yeah. There's a player coming up. Well, just a spoiler, he does get drafted in this first round. Yeah, but there is another quarterback that I do quite like from this class, and I think I, I think if we were going through the normal process, the buzz would have been a lot bigger on him, and he might might have risen up the board a bit more. But yeah, I think he'd be available at the end. But yeah. I it threw me, but I don't think this one is out the question. But I think it'd be more if they did it. It would just be taken two or three if they were gonna take a quarterback. Yeah, but yeah, it's a it was certainly an interesting one.
0: There you go. Yeah, I thought I'd mix it up a bit. I like I like the I, I do like the Lions. We said this last year. We we, we kind of like this Lions team and it just made them a bit excited, wouldn't it? Just like I like Stafford as well, but my re- reasoning was that they could trade Stafford. I didn't realise it was quite such a big cap here <laughs> they'd have to take in trading Stafford. But someone would take him as well. There'd definitely be a market for Matt Stafford. Um, yeah. Uh, that they could, could move him if they wanted to. So, yeah, it kind of made sense to me. Um, also, because I, I, n- I never feel safe taking cornerbacks, who everyone's linked Um Cornerback to the Lions in the top five, and I, I never feel comfortable taking a cornerback that high. That's Madden that's ruined me because cornerbacks in the top five of the draft are always bust I mean, when you look at the cornerbacks taken high recently, they've all pretty much done quite
1: well, I think. Haven't they? Yeah, they have, yeah. So, yeah, the I mean, Ramses it's... of this world, I can't think of who else has gone this loose track of them, really. Probably but some, yeah. yeah, cornerbacks on the whole have done quite well, they've gone high. Yeah, I need to go over that. It's, mad, it's definitely Madden that's ruined me on this. Well, it, it doesn't last long anyway because um, at number six. It was it was hard because yeah, as I say, I'd already basically written in yeah. <laughs> uh, Justin Herbert to the Chargers at six. But I mean, say that it did fall like this. This is a really odd spot for the Chargers because mm. for me, Akuda is the best player left. Yeah, I'm assuming that is how you say his name. I'm, i pronunciations so. of some of these are really hard if it's not a cuda you know who i mean anyway the cornerback yes. <laughs> uh, he yeah he is amazing he is such a good player um and he was on uh, you probably saw it at the uh combine where one of the reporters i think he said oh, like you're gonna work on your discipline issues or something right. anyway he just like came back in i had no pass interference, no like <laughs> no penalties against me like basically like check your tape again sort of thing but like <laughs> just absolutely everything I want from a cornerback in terms of attitude and I think if it felt like this then I think they do Like um, a tackle is a real, would be a real option here if yeah. uh, it felt like this but yeah I think they go with my best player available and that is Okuda and probably become one of the, the best if not the best secondary in the league.
0: Yeah, Derwin I'd James just... Chris Harris, Okuda Yeah that's
1: special. Yeah. It is yeah, that they, they would be tough to pass on. And yeah, I mean definitely. that's I, I always think with a team rebuilding, the quickest way to become good again is either signing a quarterback that is incredible mm-hmm. and that's a lot harder, or building a an elite defence that you can sort of rely on. Yeah. I thought like that's the easier way of doing it, to sort of become good quickly.
0: So yeah. Look at F.com's draft uh s- s- stats and stuff so I suppose about him, they they grade every prospect and he's graded as a perennial all pro player, so
1: yeah, I think he is that sort of player. I think right. he instantly comes in and becomes
0: one of the best cornerbacks in the league. Maybe that's why they were linked him to the Lions so long after they just traded Darius Slay. It would be a perfect replacement.
1: Yeah, I, I think that's why the Lions at 5 go would go for Akuda, really, because, I mean, by, by trading, say, they've sort of telegraphed this pick, I think, a little, <laughs> that, that they are going to go cornerback, but, you know, yeah. the worst case would be is these. Players are flipped. I don't think he's going to throw off the draft at all. I think these both <laughs> these players are probably top six picks for me either way. So yeah, it, whichever way around they go, they're
0: probably going. So yeah, that makes sense. Uh, I was up next then with the Carolina Panthers, Now, they need everything because they're just a bit of a mess at the minute, aren't
1: they? <laughs> yeah, they are. They are rebuilding. That is for sure. Yeah, a couple of ways I think they could go. Yeah, yeah, I think they're. I think they're one of the unpredictable picks of this sort of top. Half of the draft, really. Yeah. And there's quite a lot that sort of feel like they're pretty set, whether on a position, not necessarily the player, but on a position where the Panthers could go a lot of directions.
0: Yeah, I originally thought, the first kind of guy I thought was an offensive tackle, I thought let's get, they've got Teddy as their starter now, let's keep him upright because of his injury history. You want to keep him from not getting hit too much. But that defence has lost so much these past couple of years that I went with Derek Brown, who... I did a lot of this through the NFL.com's website and their prospect grades. He's the third highest-rated prospect on the entire uh, site. So, I mean, that's pretty good for an interior defensive lineman. Yeah, he is. He is an amazing player. They've lost so much as well. that They need to start rebuilding as soon as
1: possible, and why not take one here? Yeah, as I mentioned just before, the the quickest way to get good again Mm. is with a great defence. Yeah, I mean, look at the Jags. They didn't have much on offence. On that like two-year run of being yeah. a decent team, but they had an elite defense, and
0: I th- yeah, I think it's way. the
1: easiest way to do it. Yeah, it's and yeah, Brown would
0: certainly make them a uh, pretty good up front. Yeah, apparently he's got the elite combination of size, strength, and big man athleticism. <laughs> yeah, I, I mean, I, I think that's a pretty fair description of man. The linebacker's best friend with his ability to gobble up blockers. Nice. Yeah. A yeah. the linebackers left in Carolina? <laughs> No, so they, I
1: I feel like they're definitely accounted as a trade down. If somebody did want to come up for a player, mm. I think they are someone that could sort of trade back a few picks. Yeah, if, you know, one of these players has got the heart set on one of the tackles. Maybe they could trade back a few picks and just sort of add another pick a bit later on. Just because I mean, they do need all the picks they can get. But yeah, I think staying at seven, I think he is he's a player for them. Really,
0: yeah, definitely. And to end out this episode one. And Dave, who are the uh, Arizona Cardinals going to take with eighth overall pick? Uh, so,
1: I mean, after they signed Hopkins, yep. I think it sort of took out the chance that they go for, like, Lamb or Judy, whoever mm-hmm. they fancy at wide receiver. I think before that, I'd pencil them in for a wide receiver because I think they'd have uh, yeah. just tried to get every bit of help they could for Murray. Because I think so often after you draft a quarterback high one year, the next year you come back, get wide receivers, you get mm-hmm. tackles. And it's tackle for me. It was tough because there's four or five really, really good tackles in this draft. So it was tough, but I've gone for Mekki Becton because basically of his experience at left tackle. I think there's a couple of other players that maybe have more upside. But that's not to say Becton's not incredible. I think he's a really good player and absolutely worthy of being picked at number eight. But I think the other tackles that are coming up of ten most of them have played right tackle for most of their college career. Right. And I think Beckton's the one that's got experience at left tackle, comes straight in from day one start, so you don't have to worry about yeah. that transition. I think he's just that slightly safer pick, but I mean the floor's still really high. He's 6'7 seven and three hundred and sixty
0: five pounds. Yeah, he's a big Jesus old boy.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he's a big a big, big man. And uh yeah, I think I think I think all of these tackles are floors, quite high anyway, but I think for me, the floor is just a little bit higher on Beckton. I think when you're picking at eight, I think you sort of quite like that. sort yeah. of can't miss. Yeah, like, yeah, I feel like he is can't miss, really. I, I, he's not necessarily going to be the greatest tackle in the world, but I think his floor is just a good, solid starter. started with that tackle, yeah. Yeah, and his seat, and his ceiling's a lot higher than that as well. But he will pay a lot of money for that. Yeah, exactly. And I think I think he just comes in from day one and he's a good tackle there. And, I mean, that's so valuable for a team like the Cardinals with yeah. Murray there just trying to protect him, give him every chance.
0: Yeah, they're, they're, they're scaring me a little bit, the Cardinals. If they get a left tackle, <laughs> along with Adam Hopkins and the other weapons they've got, oh, God, I'm a little yeah. bit worried. <laughs> it wouldn't surprise me if they're a bit of... Um, you know the 49 Nineers
1: a couple of years ago where they had so much hype going into the season? Yes. And then took of point a little. But yeah, then the season after could be the one when you see they add another couple of pieces, and all of a sudden they are yeah. a really scary team. They feel like they're sort of close, don't they?
0: Mm, yeah, it's a, it's a little bit worrying uh, <laughs> as a Seahawks fan. But yeah, I'm, I'm guessing Beckton's quite happy. He's not have to get on a gondola as well at those portions. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that could have been uh, fun. So, so I'm pretty big on in, um, yeah
1: incident on a kayak in the sea in Jamaica. So I would uh, feel his pain. <laughs>
0: <laughs> uh, so there we go then that is the top 8 picks that is our Monday episode of our mock draft done we'll be back tomorrow with picks uh, 9 through 16 that encompasses the Jags the Browns the Jets the Raiders the Niners the Bucks the Broncos and the Falcons so if you're a fan of those teams make sure to tune in tomorrow um, you can find us on Twitter at first and ten underscore where we're doing lots of uh, stuff for the minute there's like uh, Dynasty leagues starting up and running and it's, it's good to be drafting Dave isn't it Oh, it's so fun! So many of the time.
1: Yeah, like I mean, even if it's not with us, even if it's just with your mates, yeah. I'd really recommend doing an early draft this year, just because yeah. it's been such a. We're doing slow drafts, so you don't have to like be on all at the same time. I mean, you can be on at the same time if you wanted to, but yeah. a slow draft, so it takes a few
0: days. Like it's just, I uh, just, it's a lovely way to kill some time. <laughs> I'd yeah. highly recommend it. I think we got a twenty-five round mock draft done in what, three days. I think in one of our leagues, and that was it. filled three days. and It was great.
1: Yeah, it was. Uh, that was a quick one as well. So. Yeah. Yeah, there's uh, some that have definitely taken
0: a little longer, but yeah, it was uh, yeah, such a fun thing to do. My phone was basically a landline; amount it was plugged into the wall. Uh, those three days. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, it was. Uh, yeah, it definitely got got through some battery. <laughs> yeah, um, also on Facebook, just search First and Ten, and wherever you get your podcast from, First and Ten, the NFL show, um, leave us a five star rating and review. If you get us from Anchor, you can send in a voicemail. Just um, download the app or go to the website and you can record a little voicemail and send it in to us and we can play it on the show. Yeah, maybe maybe for- let us know um, who you think your team will pick in this first round or something like that. Yeah, definitely. Maybe we'll play it think- out on Friday. Yeah, maybe on Friday we'll release the full list and people can get involved and in, uh, they can tweet us and uh, call in and stuff like that and let us know what how we think we've done, where we think we've gone wrong. I've already got feedback from our Titans fan Dave on who I'm picking for them late on in the draft. Apparently I'm wrong, but we'll get to that at- <laughs> on Thursday. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, so until tomorrow, it's goodbye from me. It's goodbye from Dave. Bye. I'll we'll see you tomorrow. <laughs>